0: We're getting into week eight NFL betting. This is Overtime Operators, the show where we teach you how to make money in sports. I'm John. I'm here with Casey, the Niners fan man, Niners underscore fan man. And I'm here with Daps at Daps Sports. Before we get into week eight, boys, we got to talk about week seven. We got three games completely wrong. I don't want to mislead people and make everyone think that we're just 100% knowledgeable all the time. We're not profits, we get some things wrong. We all three got three games wrong. Uh let's start with the Bears and the Raiders. The Bears beat the Raiders 30 to 12. They dog walked them. They bear walked them. Just grabbed them with their jaw and tore them up. Casey, what what happened here? What did you bet here? You you bet the you bet under 39.
1: Yeah, Something I did. That one. I think this that was one, in your betting portfolio. This actually felt like more confident as the week progressed and we found out there were going to be two backup quarterbacks. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think last week when we made this choice, I don't think we had that officially confirmed yet. Um, and yeah, Brian Hoyer versus Tyson. Bagent, you know, of course they're going to go out there and, uh, and flame throw all over the field and, and put up a big yeah. number. I mean, 42, not the biggest number, but for these two teams, i'm so surprised it happened i got it wrong what can i say i was confident with an under
0: 39 i mean i didn't bet the under on this one but i was confident with your under 39 bet with just brian hoyer out there i was like i mean this dude's gonna put up 10 do i really think the raider the bears are gonna put up 29 no way uh the under 39 seemed like the smash play here uh i bet the raiders right i bet the Raiders to win outright. I took the money line on them. I didn't care about Brian Hoyer. I basically just think the Bears stink. Uh, Bears have been the worst team in football for like two seasons now. Didn't think anything was going to change. And I mean, look, they they did to the Raiders what they did to the Commanders. It's like every once every three weeks they're going to come out and just smash a team. Uh, Daps on this one. You bet Bears. You you bet the Raiders to win. And you bet the spread. So you bet the Raiders to win by three or more points. Did you kind of feel the same way as I did about it? You didn't care about Brian Hoyer. You were just in on the out on the Bears?
2: No, I think that if we went back, to, if we rolled the tape back, um, I said I thought Jimmy G was playing. So oh. in my defense, I did not know Brian Hoyer was playing. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. But I will tell you pre- well, let me
0: ask you this. Do you think with Jimmy G, the Raiders put up more than 33 points? Uh, more than twelve points, more than thirty three, because that's what the, they they would have had to put up thirty three or more points in order for you to win your bet. Oh,
2: um, yeah, I think the whole game flow is different. Um, gotcha. But I will say that I actually bet a bunch of unders um, Sunday morning, and this was one of them. In your and in your defense, John, this game with about five minutes left had. <laughs> like 28 or 29 total points. Yeah. So what happened was with five minutes left in the game, um, Hoyer gets picked for 75 yard interception, or maybe it was, I don't know how long it was, right? So now there's a touchdown and now one more touchdown breaks the over with a minute, 15 left rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell scores a touchdown and, Remember, it was thirty to six, or thirty yeah. to seven. So it was a garbage point. There was no reason to score. They put it in the end zone, and that's what covered the over. So the under, even though it didn't hit, like I would still say that it, was it the, good. that was the right bet. It so, looked good for
0: most of the game. Yeah, K- Casey. Is, is that like where we cue all the conspiracy
1: theories that you know they're the team from Vegas and they're doing this just to ruin the yeah. The, the betting odds d- doing the, d- yeah, the, the,
0: the casinos called them up and they were like, Hey guys, uh, we messed up too many people, bet the under here and, uh, and we didn't change it. Didn't change the line. We're going to need you all to, Go ahead. And, put, Aiden o,
2: put Aiden O'Connell in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go, go ahead and don't cover anybody. All right. Just let them go right to the house. Uh next up, we got Falcons, Bucks. Uh, we all bet the Bucks to win this. We didn't care about the spread. Two and a half points. We don't care. Give them the two and a half points. Bucks are gonna win. Bucks are gonna be the kings of the what is it? NFC South. Uh, not according to the Falcons. Falcons had something to say about that. Uh Desmond Ritter, Drake London, and company came out and won. Just won the game out, right? Uh, didn't even cover the spread. We're not even talking about the two and a half point spread here. They beat the Bucks. Uh, Casey,
1: thoughts here? Would it surprise you more to hear that they also beat the Bucks with uh Bijan Robinson recording one carry? Uh, superstar rookie Robinson. or projected to be superstar rookie at the beginning of the year. Bijan's been mostly disappointing, and apparently yeah. he wasn't feeling very good. Uh, so he had a diminished role in this game, but he's at a pretty small role uh compared to what most people thought in every game so far so there's a lot of kind of alarm bells going off for Bijan. the excuse making has started you know he didn't feel good so yeah they didn't use him as much but um i think that this is just the most atlanta falcons thing i've ever seen they just win grimy grudgy gross football games and they're they are in contention for winning this terrible division yeah,
0: they and I think I I think I said I do want to go over record and say our format last week was that we wanted to bet every game. You know, uh, we're going to do a little bit different format this week. I do think you know if we roll the tape again, I do believe I said I don't like betting games with the Falcons in the game at all because they're just too trappy. They're too unpredictable. I didn't like it. Uh, we all got it wrong. I think we were all right to pick the Bucks, right? They seem like the better team out of that division, but uh, where Bijan Mustard, Bijan Mustard Robinson has uh been been a little bit disappointing. Uh, I think Drake London's kind of stepped up in Atlanta there. Like he was already that WR1, but every week he seems to kind of not disappoint. So um yeah, I mean good job Falcons, I guess. Daps, anything to add to that game? Yeah, I don't know if I love us calling all these upsets. Like
2: three point favorites. Yeah. The other, like, I don't know if these are yeah. upsets. Like, the we the just are, we just bet at the wrong. Raiders by the purest Falcons definition. Upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That $100. makes me feel like, was that really an upset? Like, right. I, so the Falcons versus the, the Bucks, it's one of those games, either way, it could go. I thought the Bucks looked pretty strong this year against a couple teams. I definitely thought they were going to win. I watched the game very slow. Very like old school football. Nobody wants to make a mistake, so they don't do anything the whole game. Like boring, boring old coaching. Um, but Baker was, had a chance to come back and win. And yep. they kicked a field goal. And then Ritter marched down the field with like I think a minute left and they kicked the field goal and won. So, you know, you gotta take your hat off to the kid. He played solid. Uh, there yeah. was an incredible play where he like, I don't know if you guys saw where his, his hand like grazed the grass. And he was out of bounds, but he was upside down with the ball on... I don't know if it was Drake London or Ritter. I thought it was Ritter. Um, It was Ritter. It was Ritter? Yeah, so the ball hit the end zone. But what I believe, if his his finger didn't graze the grass out of bounds, I believe the ball left his hand before he hit the ground. It was a touchdown. Now the ball... Yeah, right. And it's such a weird thing because technically the ball you think has to go to the end zone yeah. through the back, but if it touches it and then you go out of bounds, that is like, touchback. there's f- no f- 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 yeah, in the right. zone,
0: fumble in the end zone that goes out of bounds is a touchback. And that's, this is, you know, every NFL player always says this, uh, uh, yeah, there, there's an image of it. If you're watching on YouTube, Casey's got it pulled up here. Uh, he, his finger grazed the out of bounds right before this or something like that. So they said he was out of bounds first, but, uh, Every NFL player, this is, they say like, this is, we have team meetings specifically to say, don't extend, right? Like don't extend the football to try and get it across the goal line. Bad things happen when you extend the football. And then they'll show like long videos of a bunch of bad things happening in a row when you extend the football. And then what does every single person do? They extend the football every time it's like it's right there, it's right
2: there. It's though. like instinct, right? It's yeah. like I can win the game or I can make this yeah, play for my team,
1: right? Yeah, it, it was a lot awesome of play time. though. I'm so uh, that was Drake London just to to confirm that it that was Drake. Was Drake I thought
0: I thought Ritter had this similar one, or maybe I'm thinking of a different game entirely. Actually,
1: no, and this one, one was like a crunching hit. I mean, honestly, in, in live time, <laughs> I thought it was a touchdown, I thought it was a touchdown for sure. In live time, and that he might have broken his neck getting it. Um, then under replay, uh, it looks like sure it wasn't as bad physically for him as I might have thought at first but I think it was actually incredibly lucky that they ruled him out of yeah. bounds because this if that wouldn't have been the call it should have been a fumble through the end zone call which would've yeah. been a turnover and a touchback so they they yeah. kind of got away with one
0: Bucks Falcons I think none of us would have bet that in a real portfolio that was the you know the game the format was let's bet every game so I you know I'm not too upset about that one here's one that m- multiple of us bet in our real portfolios and is this was a an true honest to goodness upset uh, 49ers lose outright to the Vikings I have the 49ers on the money line which means I bet like 35 33 35 bucks on them out of 100 right I bet like 33 percent of my of my budget on them and I was like that's okay I won't make very much money but I'll I'll win. And they basically ruined my betting week. And then they have me also, I was pretty upright for the season. They have me close to not upright for the season, uh, the NFL season at this point. So thank you, 49ers, for blowing a game to primetime Kirk. Um, but Casey, I, your biggest Niners fan on the pod, I'll let you talk about this first. Do you want to talk about it or do you just want to move on?
1: Yeah, let's move on. No, uh, it, it's. I think I want to talk about it more in case Casey wants to talk about it. <laughs> it. It's disheartening to see Christian McCaffrey is actually a human being, uh, not yeah. some alien robot from space. Um, three yards per carry on 15 carries in that yeah. game. He did get himself. He looked like a, a normal running.
0: He looked like a normal running back.
1: Yeah, right. Like that. That's him. Like really coming to earth. I don't think we should expect that from him. He had a an oblique injury. He was, uh, you know, game time decision. Uh, all week long they were kind of keeping it under under the lid in the organization and you know he went out there and he played and he looked like a regular person and i think that has a little bit to do with the injury and um but he did extend his touchdown streak to i believe 17 straight games now i think that's the highest in the nfl currently right
0: he had both their touchdowns i think yeah Um, daps do you want to weigh in on this one
2: i mean first off if we're talking about uh Christian McCaffrey looking human. By the way, this dude just did 100 yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns, 21 fantasy points. He, what are we talking about? It's He's not like that human. human. When, Don't, when he he, he looks like a normal running back. He, he, I mean, the, the like only inhumane thing, thing the only inhumane thing he did was fumble. That's the only thing that he did that you, you're like, damn, Christian fumbled. But again, the Vikings came out and they played really solid defense. By the way, the Vikings are are a team that a true football fan knows the Vikings are not bad. The Vikings yeah. are not a bad team. They weren't a bad team last year. All their their losses this this year are less than a touchdown, and now they're three and four with the Lions, who just got pummeled by the Ravens. And I'd want to make this point as well: the Lions are going to play the Vikings twice in the last three weeks of football. So if the Vikings go into that stretch down two games to the Lions and beat the Lions twice. They're at the top of the division all of a sudden for a team that was 0-3, then 1-3, and, and now they're 3-4, and 4, beating the Niners in a very, very, you know, statement game. Very yeah. impressive. And, and here's, here's what I love about Fairweather fans or the casual fans or whatever their name is this year, right, that the internet dubs them. After week five, I was reading messages and captions and comments online saying, just give the niners the crown right now and i'm like do you know how many teams in nfl history have been 5 and 0 like tom brady was 18 and 0 going into the super bowl and imagine being 18 and 0 and having tom brady as your quarterback and you could still lose do you think i give a shit about the niners right like the niners <laughs> at 5 and O. So, yeah. again, this Sweet. is no hate towards Casey. This is just football. This is how yeah. football is supposed to it, be. And and I'm glad that every team right now has a loss in the league because then this undefeated stuff
0: it just stops, you know what I mean? And and we don't have to talk about it all the time. The it, it, injuries happen is what it is. You know, lots of stuff happens throughout the season even if injuries don't happen, lots of stuff happens, but injuries inevitably happen. That's the NFL. Um, I look as a Vikings fan, I have had the whole take the whole time. Like, look, I'm putting, I'm putting a lot of eyes on every Vikings game and I can tell you that they're good you know but it's really hard to say that when they're sitting at 0 and 3 or 1 and 3 uh and the one win is to the bear against the bears you know what i mean uh so it's like you know like I, i'm like hey kirk is actually good he's a good quarterback who's never protected and uh the vikings are actually good they just are kind of losing these 50-50 games uh and they were winning them last year so i i've had the same take but it's hard to be the one saying that when they're uh when they're when they're sitting at 0-3-1-3. But I, you know, yeah, look, I I think uh, a big thing that I noticed is I was not super impressed with the Niners' pass pass rush yesterday. Um, We're we're filming this on, or we're recording this on Tuesday after the game. Um, Typically, you know, what's happened basically all year with the Vikings is Kirk is under heavy pressure. Every single play, he's trying to get the ball out quick. And he had time on several plays. They ran a lot of play action that he had, like, just time on which is crazy i don't know if that's the the vikings offensive line kind of finally figuring it out or if the niners uh pass rush was just not feeling right or whatever it is they had eight days to rest i don't know what it was but uh or just home maybe his home field advantage is maybe that big for the vikings who knows uh but yeah that's we got the niners on a little bit of a skid here they need to they need to get a win need to get a get it back get it back on track all right let's move on let me me say let me say one more more thing, thing
2: by the way about the vikings the Vikings' next six opponents
0: are all winnable. Are,
2: gr- are Green Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, Denver, Chicago, Las Vegas. Yep. That could be winnable. the easiest schedule in the league over the next six weeks. Not taking away anything from those teams, yep. but you know they were talking about Justin Jefferson might not play the rest of the year if they don't win. Like he is. If I'm Justin Jefferson, I'm like I want to get back on the field with my guys and win. You know what I mean? Because we're two games out of the division lead right now and maybe a game out of the playoffs. So that's my yeah, take on the I, Vikings.
0: I, I was, you know, I thought we would be sitting as a, again, two and five right now. Um, yeah. But with six winnable games in front of us. So three and four with, with six very winnable games in front of us as a Vikings fan, you got to feel good about it. Let's Last, move last on to thing I do, wanna, I do want to, I
1: do want to point out uh, Debo was missing from that game. Also forgot to mention Trent Williams. Uh, Pro Bowl left tackle missing from that game as well. So, guys like Daniil Hunter getting in the backfield, wreaking havoc, uh, had a little to do with that, but no excuses. Just wanted to. Yeah, injuries on both
0: sides of the ball. Most notable injuries on the injury on the Viking side, obviously, Justin Jefferson. That's the NFL, you know, that's that's and that's what we've said the whole time. What is it going to be? If if something's down full of Niners, what's it going to be? It's going to be health.
1: If you've been waiting Um, for the matchup to show you that Jordan Addison is a every week starter without Justin Jefferson, uh, you just had it and start him up everywhere because I had him on like three benches this last week. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, since this is a show about how to make money, if you've got Jordan Addison on your fantasy squad, start him, uh, especially while Justin Jefferson is out. Let's get into week eight. We're doing a little bit different format this week. Uh, We're doing a pick five, so here's how the format works. Casey and Daps and I will each have a $10 bet, a $20 bet, a $30 bet, a $40 bet, and a $50 bet. So it's $150 for each of us. Obviously, if you're betting more or less, you can adjust. But these just reflect how confident these we are in these different bets. Uh, I think you know it's week one of NBA. I'm just gonna say you know we've been talking about it a lot of NFL. This is the first week of NBA action. I have a couple NBA bets in there, uh, but mostly NFL. I think from all three of us this week. So let's start it out and go around the horn with our $10 bets. I'm good. Let's do it. All right, Daps. First up, ten dollars bet for you. What do you like? Um,
2: I'm gonna preface this, but I only had NFL bets, but I'm gonna throw in a NBA just so I have one of them, and I'll put it in my ten dollars bet. And I'm gonna go Lakers plus five. Um, I love the Nuggets. Against the and Nuggets, and yeah, yeah. Lakers plus five. Yeah. Okay. Only because I think that there's a lot of uh controversy and talk in the media right now about the Nuggets talking smack. About the Lakers. Yeah. Um, so the Lakers, I think that's going to, you know, light a fire under them. I think they made some pretty nice, like, depth moves in the offseason. I think the Nuggets can still win the game, but I'll take yeah. the five points, is, is how I look at it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll tag a little commentary on that. Obviously, a Lakers fan as opposed to a Nuggets fan. And you're really a Knicks fan, but living in LA, uh, I will I will say that five is a nice line, right? Because if it's two, I always hate two because if it's a close game like that, then we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna play the foul game at the end and it's gonna end up being a five point game. But five is a nice spread where if it is a close game, there's a good chance it is within five. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I would not bet it. I'm not touching that one with with any bet. I'm not touching that game at all, either, either direction. Casey, what do you got for your ten dollar bet?
1: So for my $10 bet, uh, I did go all NFL, by the way, a little early on the NBA to to bet with too much confidence for me. So uh, I am going to go with an AFC East showdown matchup. Uh, The Dolphins are the nine and a half point favorites against the Pats. And that's the only reason I don't have this as a higher confidence bet. That's a pretty large spread. Uh, But I think ultimately the Dolphins, far better team. Uh, this would probably be a larger spread if the Pats had lost last week, which feels like Yo. they should have. Uh, feels <laughs> like they should lose every week, honestly. Uh, I, think I mean, the Dolphins- they beat the
0: Bills who just who dog-walked the Dolphins, too. I mean, I couldn't touch this one because of 9.5, but I get you.
1: That's why it's in the $10 range, but yeah. <laughs> it just feels silly not to. I mean, you just have an instinct about certain games, and I go, yeah, the Dolphins are going to win to my best estimation. And how much are they going to win by? I mean, if, if I was actually forced to guess, I would say, yeah, I mean, probably 10 points. Like that doesn't feel that crazy. And yeah. if they do, you make good on this bet.
0: I d- I do have a Dolphins, I do have uh, I I am getting in on the Dolphins action later, but not in my $10 bet. In my $10 bet, I have the Cowboys money line. So the Cowboys are a plus 228 money line against the Rams. Uh look, I think there's a good chance the Rams win this game, but anytime I'm going to get the Cowboys who I think are one of the contenders for NFC champions uh, at a plus two twenty eight money line. I'm gonna take a hard look at it. You know, if it's the if it's not the Niners or Eagles or then then I'm probably gonna go ahead and bet that. Uh I I think maybe the Rams win, but I'll bet ten dollars to win twenty two dollars and eighty cents. Uh I'll bet a plus two twenty eight on the Cowboys and take a little bit of a flyer with ten bucks. Wouldn't go any higher than that. I have um, a question.
2: Where are we getting yeah. that line from though? Because that line's I from the, ESPN. The Cowboys are minus six and a half against the that Rams line's from
0: yeah, that line's from ESPN, I think. Wait, the, uh, the Rams? The Rams, the last, I checked earlier today and the Rams were getting six Adamant. and a half points. Three and a half points and plus 228 was what I saw on the ESPN.
2: So the Rams would be plus 228 and then the Cowboys would be minus 300 maybe, something like nope. that?
0: Flip, yeah. So the Rams were the favorite
2: Yeah, in what I saw. What I saw. Yep. The Rams are the favorite in Dallas by six and a half.
0: By three and a no half. Way. Oh, yeah, by six and a half. You're right. Yep. So Rams are six and a half point favorites in yeah. Dallas. Uh Dallas plus plus two twenty eight. I like the money line. Uh, I think you could bet the spread there too. You know, if Dallas loses, maybe they lose by less than six and a half. Um, all right.
1: That, that's $10. just looking
0: $20, $20 bets. You want order. you you want to rethink for a second here before we go into the $20 round dabs?
2: No, I just, I've, I'm i trying to find this ESPN link because I don't, Here I, I don't know if up. that's, I don't know if that's wrong or Rams,
0: Cowboys. Check, check the private chat.
1: Yeah, we could vet that. I mean, ESPN is <laughs> not always right either. We should probably get a second right. source.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, double check it. But if that, if that line's available, that's my $10 bet 100% of the time. Yeah. And, uh,
2: your analysis is sound but there's no way that's like espn must have wrote this wrong
0: yeah could be could be
2: yeah they they wrote it wrong so if you search uh if you search rams cowboys vegas into google you'll get all the
0: uh the books
2: real good the first the first um link you'll so see what's, is the, vegas. what's
0: the money line on cowboys
2: it's just, it's just the inverse of what you said. So the, the, the money line the is favorite? the Cowboys are a six and a half favorite at home.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I, then I'll take the Rams on the money line. Okay. Is and my, again, is I'm not, money line I wasn't, similar?
2: John, you is, literally, yeah. you said exactly what ESPN said, by the way, just to, in yeah. John's defense, this is not calling <laughs> John out, but I I bet a lot. And for the Rams to be a six and a half point favorite in Dallas, when Dallas is four and two, um, you know, Dak would have to not be playing for that line to make any sense. That's yeah. the only reason. And also, I looked at my book earlier today, and it was the the reverse. Have so. Yeah. so,
0: yeah. So, I would actually say if if the Rams have a similar money line, like a plus twenty two, plus two twenty eight, plus two thirty, something like that, uh, I'll take the Rams on that money line too with ten bucks because I do think the Rams can beat the Cowboys. Um, but I, I just I really like either of those teams on a on a juicy money line, honestly.
2: I agree. I I think the game could go either way.
0: Yeah. Okay. Next up, $20 round, Casey. Or let's go to, yeah, let's go to Casey first. What do you got here?
1: Sure. I have uh, another showdown this time of a couple of NFL rookies, rookie quarterbacks. Uh, We have the Houston Texans traveling to Carolina to go toe-to-toe with the Panthers. Mm. Uh, Texans are three-point favorites here. Uh, I don't think that matters. I'm going to take the Texans here. They've looked like the better team all year long. Uh, Stroud looks like the better quarterback uh, compared to Bryce Young. And three points is, you know, I mean, that's child's play here. Uh, I, I like it a lot. Honestly, maybe it could have gone higher than the, the 20 spot. But uh, hopefully my other bets are, are better than this one even. So that's what I got.
0: Yeah, I, I put this one on my list. Ultimately, it didn't make it in into any of my slots, mainly because I didn't know where to fit it. Right? I'm like, I, you know, as I look at all the ones I list out, I usually know like that's twenty, that's thirty, that's and this this one, I'm like, how does that? I don't know where the slots in honestly, but I like that I like that action. I like the I like the Texans, and I like I don't care about the points. Daps, what do you got for twenty bucks?
2: I'm gonna go Seahawks at home minus three against the Browns. Um, I think the Browns have been. Playing pretty impressive, but also sloppy. It's not easy to play in Seattle. And I like I like home teams over the next, you know, six,
0: seven, eight weeks of the season. I like to to bet yeah. home teams
2: with low spreads.
0: Yeah, I like that one as well. I couldn't also put on my list, also didn't know if I liked the three points or what. Uh okay. Mine is an NBA bet. So first NBA actually, I guess you would put an NBA uh bet in your ten dollar spot Daps. So this one, I'm betting a game, and it is on tomorrow. It's on Wednesday, October 25th. Uh, So we'll know by the time this publishes whether I got this one right or not. It is Bulls, Thunder. Thunder are one-point favorites. I don't care about the one-point. One-point is a really uncommon thing. right, So it's like, who do I think will win? I think the Thunder will win. I think we kind of know what we have with the Bulls. The Bulls are running their same sort of core unit back. The Thunder are adding Chet. They were uh, they were a play-in team last year. Giddy is a year older. I like the Thunder. I like the Thunder to actually make a playoff run this year, maybe not past the second round. Uh, but the Bulls, I think we just know what they are. Um, I think the Thunder with Chet beat them with everybody perfectly healthy at the beginning of the season. And one point doesn't bother me have it in the $20 slot. All right, $30 round. I'll go first on this round. Back to the NFL for me. This is where I'm getting in on the Dolphins action. Tyreek Hill over under at 91 and a half yards. There is a -137 on that. So, I'm going to bet $30 to win 2189. I don't care. 91 and yards against the Pats, give me that all day for Tyreek. Daps, what do you got here in the $30 spot?
2: In my thirty dollar spot, I am going to go with the 49ers and Bengals over 45. I like the Niners responding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if Christian doesn't fumble on that drive, they, there's another seven points in the last game. I think Burrow has uh has looked way better than the first three or four weeks in his last three or four weeks. So yeah. you know, I think it's gonna be one of those primetime not shootout games, but scoring, right? Like a a score and a response. So it's not going to be yeah. 35 to 40, but uh, you know, maybe the over breaks in the last five or six minutes of the game 24-20 yeah. is like, and then there's a touchdown at the end, something like that.
1: Who's who gonna winning the game? Up? Just curious. Who, <sighs>
2: That's at this he, point, that's, not,
0: that's why he's not betting that, Casey. I
2: know, oh, I yeah, know. I'm curious. <laughs> at, at this point, I'd I'd still lean towards the Niners, but I think we're in that point of the season where you go, "Are you you really think Joe Burrow can't beat any team on any given Sunday?" Of course he can. And and by the way, that goes for you know the top ten quarterbacks. They can all beat any team any day of the week. Ba- it Bengals, just
0: depends. Bengals coming off a bye, correct? So he'll have had an extra week to get healthy
2: listen they have so many weapons jamar chase is now kind of feeling himself t higgins has not been you know opened up at all they have tyler Boyd. they have irv smith they got joe mixon they have a pretty solid defense so the Bengals, they could beat anybody in my opinion all right casey 30 dollar bet what do you got
1: 30 dollar bet uh i'm sticking with my spread bets here uh i, I like daps's idea that uh you know home teams are kind of going to dominate here in these uh middle weeks of the season but it looks like i'm feeling the other way this week uh, i'm taking the jags who are on the road in pittsburgh uh two and a half point favorites and again i think they can definitely take this game by a field goal or more uh the steelers are i still don't know what They're to random. Them as far as an identity and the jags still like for the most part i feel like we figured out who they are i feel like we can see that they are an explosive offense uh, as long as their ex- their offense like gets going uh, they seem to put up some pretty good numbers so i think if they win they win by uh by easily more than three points which is uh, already more than the spread so um I-, I think there's also a chance they flounder uh but i, I like the odds still uh, that's my thirty dollar yeah. bet jaguars trevor lawrence book it christian kirk's been the guy so uh hopefully yeah. he continues that
0: I bet against the Steelers last week with the Rams, and
1: they they hurt me, so I couldn't I couldn't touch that one. Um, I, I also think I think Go I forgot ahead. to mention. I think ETN is on like a two touchdown game streak, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's like three, <laughs> three or four. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, we'll it's it. like
0: him and him and CMC are like they're basically the same person, right? Both on both on touchdown streaks.
1: Yeah, well, ETN's is shorter, but it's two. Uh, yeah, only a little better. bit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> only a little bit shorter. Only like you know twelve games shorter or something like that. Uh, all right, forty dollar round. We'll go to Daps first on this one. Uh,
2: the forty dollar round. I'm gonna go with uh, the Steelers plus two and a half. Um,
0: at going home. the other way. I'm glad I went right to you here.
2: Yeah. So I I think that I do like the the question that was posed. What is the Steelers' identity? But I always go back to how much has their identity really changed under Mike Tomlin? They have a top five defense or maybe top seven, top eight. The only big, they they run the ball heavy, right? Uh, Najee was kind of not looking great, but guess what? Jalen Warren comes in, right? So now they've got this back who, if Najee doesn't work yeah. out, the only real the identity question I think really comes down to Kenny Pickett. And at the moment, you can't say he's Ben Roethlisberger, right? Because Ben Roethlisberger can really open up the field. And um, he was an elite quarterback. And Kenny Pickett isn't that yet. But in Kenny Pickett's defense, we've seen him make plays. I saw him make a 70-yard touchdown pass to George Pickens. George Pickens is a freak and might explode Pickens as a East. top five. He might be a top five receiver. I, maybe not this year, you know, maybe not, not next year. I
0: don't, mean to, yeah, and I don't mean to leak anything, but George Pickens over under on yards this week is 52 and a half. I looked at that one hard. George Pickens is a freak,
2: and the, you know the, the more he's a he's a wide receiver diva, right? He has that kind of uh, yeah. stereotype against him too. But at the same time, the Steelers have always been good at keeping all those guys under wraps. They did it with Le'Veon and Antonio Brown for years before all that stuff went down, right? Like internally, imagine dealing with Antonio Brown and nothing comes out, and then the second he leaves Pittsburgh, everything comes out. So Pittsburgh's management did an incredible job of keeping that all under wraps in my opinion. Yep. So um, the Steelers at home getting points. Listen, I I'm not uh, against the Jags, but I've watched them a couple times and they're kind of similar to Pittsburgh. They're both kind of weird, shaky teams. Like they're winning games, but I don't know how they're winning the game or like they, they <laughs> didn't really impress you that much when they won the game. Right. So in that situation um, you know, Pittsburgh is not an easy place to play either. Their fan base is nuts. We'll see what happens. I'm glad I, I, I verified
1: this then, because now that we're still talking about this game, I thought we'd move on. Uh, ETN is on a three-game, two-touchdown streak. So I was verifying that stat. And I, I do like what you're saying about Pickens' steps I think Pickens' like uh, prospects gets dampened a little bit because of the return of Deontay Johnson last week. Obviously, that mattered as they, they got the win last week against the Rams. Uh, I don't think Deontay Johnson's just a, an accident when it comes to that. Uh, he is like the, the one on the receiver depth chart. Although I do think Pickens is a more talented guy and, and will be that role in the future going forward, but that's the only reason I would say I would agree with you that maybe this isn't the breakout campaign like a lot a lot of people hope, just because Deontay Johnson's in the way.
0: I I you know I I uh, I'll tag this game even though I'm not in on it, and I'll just say uh, you're right. It's like watching Jags, watching Steelers. They're both these like weird shaky teams. What I will say to me, just my read, when the Jags are doing good stuff and winning games. Yeah, it is like, oh, you're not really sure how they're, but you, but it looks normal. It looks like it makes sense. It looks <laughs> natural. When the Steelers are doing stuff and winning games, you're like, did I just see what I just did? He throw a 70 yard pass to George Pickens, who housed it. Like, you're like kind of surprised that things are going well. So I, you know, it's just, but they do, they do have that identity, identity of like, we're going to do sloppy ass Pittsburgh Steelers stuff and, you know, win games that, look ugly but we get the wins Um, i will
1: say this the most the most rock solid thing about the whole matchup is is pittsburgh's defense probably i mean yeah tj Watt's an absolute madman he does it all he's got to be shows up every game high depoy
0: candidate for sure he
2: Um, yeah and and he won the game he literally like had an interception touchdown plus all the pressures like he won that game
0: yeah. He's, he is he's tough to deal with for, for offenses. All right. $40 round. This is mine. Um, this is a straight up, I'm doing another player prop here. I usually like the games in the NFL, but I'm going with another player prop here. This is Travis Kelsey, 81 and a half receiving yards. Every chief's game I'm watching. It's like the Travis Kelsey show. I think as long as Taylor Swift is there, the man is putting up yards at least, um, 80 one, 81 and a half seems very doable. It, it just seems like they don't have a lot of other great targets that are consistent and can catch the ball. Like Pat can't rely on anybody else yet. So he's going to Kelsey a lot. I like 81 and a half yards. Uh, there is a, that is a straight up. So I'm betting 40 to win 40 there. I'm not even taking a hit on, on odds. So yeah, I'll take that at a, at a $40 bet. $50 round. We're going to daps first here.
1: Wait, we didn't No, that was the beginning of the $40 round.
0: What? Okay. What was your 40? That's a no, $40 bet with
1: Steelers, right? No, that was a $30 yep. bet. Okay. No, that, I
0: thought that
2: was my $40 bet.
1: Oh, okay. Well then I just haven't gone on my 40. Okay.
2: Go ahead. $40 yeah. bet Casey.
1: Yeah. I have a kind of recurring theme here over the last two weeks. I wish it wasn't a streak, but I give immediate respect to the teams that beat the 49ers. Um, you know, even though I, I think that in both of these games, you know, if they play 10 times against the Browns, especially with PJ Walker, I think the Niners win that matchup most of the time against the Vikings. I'd probably say the same thing, um, but I don't think it's a complete fluke. Why these teams uh, were able to take down like what Daps was saying, uh, a media juggernaut in the Niners. Uh, The Vikings are a better team than we've given them credit for, for sure. And especially without Justin Jefferson, it's kind of highlighted how much better the team is that they can win without him and how much better Kirk really is. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They're in kind of a crazy situation this week. Honestly, it jumped right out to me uh, because I think you could take the team straight they're pick. playing this week and throw them right in the bunch of teams that we were just talking about, like the Jags and the Steelers. Uh, they're playing the Packers this week. Yep. And the Packers are just frankly, I don't know, not that good uh, this year. This they're rebuilding bad. year. They're figuring it's, a, it out. it's a
0: straight pick them too, which is, yeah, like, I looked hard at this one. A straight this, pick them, no money like
1: line, that. no, no spread. This felt like a complete slam dunk to me. I'm going to take the Vikings here. And this is one of those things where even when you lose, you still feel like you picked the right side. You're like, okay, if the Packers win, it it feels like it's more of a fluke to me. Um, So it's one of those that you kind of wear the loss like a badge of honor, even though you don't want to lose at all. Uh, So yeah, give me the Vikings and the pick them. Yep. Okay. That's the end of the
0: $40 round, right? So we're $50 round, most confident bets. In this round, we're going to Casey first.
1: Oh boy. Love this. Okay. Well, a uh, similar uh, theme here is I stayed on all the spread bets, five NFL spread bets this week. Uh, so I'm feeling confident. And uh, this one, hopefully, I didn't verify this one outside of ESPN. So hopefully we don't get another alarm bell here. Uh, but I see the Eagles as six and a half point favorites uh, in Washington against the Commanders. Commanders three and four yeah. on the season. The Eagles six and one. Uh, this is... Division rivalry, kind of. I mean, not really, but sort of. Uh, They're in the same division. Let's put it that way. You know
0: why I think it's so low is because the commanders took them to overtime. They only won by three in their first matchup.
1: Yeah. And that's fine. That's all well and good. Uh, The Eagles, in my opinion, are finally starting to like show their dominance a little bit more. I was kind of knocking them. You know, it's hard to knock a team that's six and one. But for the first like four weeks of the season, I was like, hey, you can tell that they're capable of more. And I still think that's true, but they're starting to do the things that, that made them the Eagles last year, a little bit better and going up against the commanders. This just seems like a death sentence uh, for the commanders. I don't see them as having much of a chance to win this game. Hopefully it's not a trap game, uh, yeah. but the spread is six and a half points. If the Eagles don't win this by a touchdown, then I don't know what to think about football anymore.
0: Coming off of a challenge win against the dolphins. It seems like it's like, Oh, the Eagles have arrived. I hear you on that one. Uh, Daps. What do you got for your $50 bet?
2: I'm going uh, Dolphins-Patriots over 47 as the lock of the week. I think the mm. uh, Dolphins respond in a big way. They'll be they at 40. <laughs> yeah, they put up 40, right? And <laughs> the Patriots, listen, as bad as they've been this year, it's Bill Belichick. And I don't know if he can turn around for the a, a playoff seed, but I don't think he's going to lay down to anybody. Yeah. I don't think that's in his blood even if that's sacrificing Caleb Williams pick or whoever's going to go first. I think now the Heisman Caleb Williams lost, lost two games after publicly saying that he wanted a a percent uh, of the, whatever franchise that drafted him, he wanted a percentage of the team, which I thought was ludicrous. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I think they've been watching too many Michael Jordan documentaries. Everybody thinks that uh, they deserve a piece of Nike. Right. Yeah. So, um, I like the I like the over of that game. Patriots could even put up three touchdowns, even in junk time. Even if the Dolphins yeah. go up, in, or or maybe the, the can the Patriots do what they did to the Bills to the Dolphins? I don't know, but uh, aside from weather, I, I like a lot of points in that
0: game. In, in- junk time, yeah. Ju- junk time is a great. At least I don't know if this is the same in the NFL, but in the NBA, junk time is a great. Uh, it's it's great for overs because. Those guys are still playing for jobs, right? So they're yep. still playing hard and trying to score, even though, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. So that's great for overs if you end up getting junk time. Casey, what were you going to say on that one?
1: Yeah, a little impromptu trivia round here, guys. Uh, the Patriots have negative uh, 76 net points on the season through seven games. It's not great, uh, losing games on average nope. by over 10 points, uh, almost 11 points. Uh, that's second to last in the league. Do you guys know who's last place in, in net points? Got to be the Panthers or the Bears. It's not either of those teams.
0: Oh dang!
1: Raiders? Is it the Raiders? No, Daps. Daps is like I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna bullseye this one. It's
2: so you said the second worst was the Patriots.
1: Uh, yep, second worst at negative seventy six net points. Gotta be the Giants. It is the Giants at uh, negative yeah. eighty nine. Big old jump this, down for the Giants. That that division, man.
0: Um, yeah. Difference. Yeah, they're not in this. They're not in the same. They're both no, AFC, just both in the East. North. One's in yeah. The though.
1: I mean, that would be oh, they're
0: both yeah. Okay, I no. thought one. I thought they're both AFC. Man, I am bad with the with the divisions. All right, here's my fifty dollars bet for the week. It's NBA. Um, we're going. LeBron James has an over under set at 45 and a half points in their opener against the nuggets now I am taking a minus 137 on that
2: 45 and a half
0: 45 and a half it is a minus 137 so I'm betting 50 to win uh betting 50 to win 36 49 this is on prize picks they're not a sponsor but I'll just tell you where it was so yeah 45 and a half too much I don't care that I'm taking a minus 137 I'm betting 50
2: wait lebron's that. point total or total
0: yeah it's not points assists rebounds I were looked at this multiple times cuz I could not believe it either for his over
2: under is 45 and a
0: half yeah with a minus 137 tag yeah
2: I'll take so the if... under all day on that yep, that's crazy. I got the under on that one
0: uh, which actually, you know, for future episodes, if you're watching this or listening to this now on this episode, for future episodes, what we should probably do is consider when we're actually going to publish this because this game's going to happen tonight as we're talking. Uh, and so, you know, there wouldn't really be any time, somebody couldn't get in on this if they were watching this later, uh, or reading the newsletter. So, something to consider, I think. That's uh, good, so but. That's my yeah, yeah. Breaking the fourth wall there. Uh that's my fifty dollar bet of the week. I like 45 and a half. I don't care that I'm losing on the odds on that. I just don't think he's gonna score 45 and a half points. Sorry.
1: Love it.
0: Um he has a lot more reasonable lines in there too that are even and don't have the minus 137, but hey, I like the under on that. I think that's the show, boys. Uh, this is Overtime Operators, the show where we teach you how to make money in sports. I've been John at Triple Cross. John, Casey has been Casey at Niners Fan Man and Dapps at Daps Sports. Check them out on TikTok. Wa- tic-tac. toe Check them out on TikTok. Watch their live streams. Uh, get some sports cards. Get some memorabilia. And we will see you next time.